0: Well, a very good morning, good morning to everyone this morning here in Christchurch, and good morning to everyone um, with, with us joining us with us on Facebook this morning for morning prayer on Wednesday, the sixteenth of June. Let's just take a moment together in God's presence to centre our thoughts on Him, to remember that He is over all. And he is with us here. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The night has Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O oh God, set our hearts on fire with love for you now and forever. Amen. Yesterday, Doug and I tried a new thing, which um, I know didn't exactly work. We had a great conversation um, about yesterday morning's morning prayer passages um, in scripture, and I was about to put these two chairs away. And sorry, Facebook, you can't see, but there are two, the two chairs um, just here from yesterday. And I just sensed the Lord say, "No, I want it really as a picture today that." You are sitting in one chair, each of you is sitting in one chair, and the Lord has drawn his chair close to you and is sitting with you, alongside you. He is for you. Our psalm this morning is from Psalm 119, verses 57 to 80. You alone are are my portion, O Lord. I have promised to keep your words. I entreat you with all my heart. Be merciful to me according to your promise. I have considered my ways and turned my feet back to your testimonies. I made haste and did not delay to keep your commandments. Though the cords of the wicked Do not forget your law. At midnight, I will rise to give you thanks because of your righteous judgments. I am a companion of all those who fear you, those who keep your commandments. The earth, O Lord, is full of your faith. You have dealt graciously with your servant, according to your word, O Lord. O oh, teach me true understanding and knowledge, for I have trusted in your commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. You are gracious and Lord, teach me your statutes. The proud have smeared me with lies, but I will keep your commandments with my whole heart. Their heart has become gross with fat, but my delight is in your law. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your the law of your mouth is dearer to me than a hoard of gold and silver. Your hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. Those who fear you will be glad when they see me, because I have hoped in your word. I know, O oh Lord, that your, your judgments are right, and that in your in very faithfulness, be troubled. Let your faithful love be my comfort according to your promise to your servant. Let your tender mercies come to me that I may live, for your law is my delight. Let the proud be put to shame, for they wrong I will meditate on your commandments. Let those who fear you turn to me, even those who know your testimonies.
1: Let my heart be sound
0: in your statutes, that I may not be put to shame. God, our comfort, send your Holy Spirit to reveal your hidden mercy, even in our failures and troubles. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Old Testament reading continues in the book of Job. And um, if you read yesterday's morning prayer and the... Well, Job was really noticing that good things seem to go to those who are um, not at all caring of God. And yet for those who are trusting in God, there seemed to be trouble. That was Job's take on the situation. And, you know, he was being very honest about what he saw. He had been completely afflicted. And his comforters had come up with all of their own theology, their own thoughts about what was happening. And that was Job stating the reality of the situation for him. And God can take that, but it seems from this chapter, his friend, his comforter. And Christians down the ages have seen this not so much as the friend being used by God, but actually the friend being used by Satan, by our enemy, and not bringing him comfort. And maybe for us today, we have those people in our lives who do not sit alongside us but come up with their own so, Job 22. Then Eliphaz, the Timonite, answered Can a mortal be used to God? Can even the wisest be of service to him? Is it any pleasure to the Almighty if you are righteous? Or is it gain to him if you make your ways blameless? Is it for your piety that he reproves you and enters into judgment with you? Is not your wickedness great? There is no end to your iniquities. For you have exacted pledges from your family for no reason, and stripped the naked of their clothing. You have given no water to the weary to drink, and you have withheld bread from the hungry. The powerful possess the land, and the favoured live in it. You have sent widows away empty-handed, and the arms of the orphan, Crushed. Therefore, snares are around you, and sudden terror overwhelms you. Or darkness, so that you cannot see, a flood of water covers you. Is not God high in the heavens? See the, the highest stars, how lofty they are. Therefore, you say, What does God know? Can he judge through the deep darkness? Thick clouds enwrap that he does not see and he walks on the dome of heaven will you keep to the old way that the wicked have trod
1: they were snatched away
0: before their time their found foundation was washed away by a flood they said to god leave us alone and what can the almighty do to us yet he filled their houses with good things but the plans of the wicked are repugnant to me. The righteous see it and are glad. The innocent, innocent laugh. the innocent laugh them to scorn, saying, Surely our adversaries are cut off, and what they left the fire has consumed. Agree with God and be at peace. In this way good will come to you. Restri- receive instruction from his mouth, and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. If you remove unrighteousness from your tents, if you treat gold like dust, and gold of Ophir like the stones of the torrent bed, and if the Almighty is your gold and your precious silver, then you will delight in the Almighty and lift up your face to God. You will pray to him, and he will hear you, and you will pay your vows. You will decide on a matter, and it will be established for you, and light will shine on your ways. When others are humiliated, you say it is pride, for he saves the humble. He will deliver even those who are guilty. They will escape. Let us take a moment in prayer. Lord, sometimes the words of others wound us, Mm -hmm. accuse us. Sometimes what they say has your truth woven into it when perhaps much of it is merely their own take on the matter. So, Lord, would you give us your discernment as we listen to others, as we listen to ourselves. And, Lord, sometimes in the night when we... Would we remember that you are beside us? You sit alongside us, even when the accuser is in front of us. Lord, give us discernment. And this we pray in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Our New Testament reading continues in the book of Romans, chapter 10, verses 1 to 10. And this is the segment in Romans that is particularly Paul calling the Jewish nation, the Israelites, back to a true understanding of their God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, And he has said in the reading, and we heard it yesterday, that Jesus is right in front of them. do not stumble over him because he is not how you imagine, not the theology that has been concocted. But have a look and see, have eyes to see. So Romans chapter 10. Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and prayer to God for them is that they may be saved. I can testify that they have a zeal for God, but it is not enlightened. For being ignorant of the righteousness that comes from God and seeking to establish their own, they have not submitted to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law, so that there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. Moses writes, Concerning the righteousness that comes from the law. That the person who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that comes from faith says. Do not say in your heart. Who will ascend into heaven? Because That is to bring Christ down. Or who will descend into the abyss? That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is on your lips and in, in your heart that is the word of faith that we proclaim because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved for one believes with the heart and so is justified and one confesses with the mouth and so The living word, Jesus, is at hand in touching distance, on your lips and in your heart. That one verse in In Romans that we just heard, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth confess and are saved now context is king because this scripture is in the book of romans which which is the powerhouse book when it comes to explaining the gospel Of course, the gospel the good news of what has been accomplished for us in jesus christ and paul is writing his letter to the romans or the christians living in rome who are either precious into the old ways of Judaism and to find their salvation in the law or to conform to the culture, the Roman culture, all around them. So it's a bit of a fire fire and frying pan situation. And the question that comes up continually through the book of Romans is how are we saved? And this question, saved, salvation, is the heart of the gospel. In Greek, the word is sozo. It means, how are we brought from death to life? How are we set free from sin? How does God make us right with him? And so Paul answers. Now perhaps you've been a member of church all your life. Or maybe it's you're new to the Christian faith and you're wondering, do I have salvation? Have I done enough good deeds? Well, the book of Romans answers that it's not about our good works. It's not about us trying to keep a list of doing good in order to please God. The book of Romans emphatically tells us Jesus has accomplished it all on the cross. It is finished. We look to him, and it is our faith, not our works. Our faith that saves us. And so, so when we put our faith, and we believe in him, then we are saved. And Paul's saying, if your mouth is testifying to this, if your mouth is confessing that Jesus is Lord, then that is a reflection of what is going on in your heart. You cannot say with your mouth what your heart is not believing. Because our heart is where we And it's from the overflow of the heart that our mouth will speak. And you see in Roman times they had to declare that the emperor was Lord. And to do so was to put their life at risk. So Paul Paul is saying if you're bold enough to say this, to declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, something has happened to your heart. That saving faith is in your heart. And that faith is the actual truth of the Gospel. Not not a concocted faith in something. Faith of the enduring truth that God became a man. His name is Jesus and he came in order to make us right with him. At the cross, he took on the judgment that was due for us because of our sin. He died and was buried, but he defeated the grave, was raised to life, defeating death, defeating sin, in order to give us life. And what saves us is believing that truth, believing the good news of the gospel, that Jesus has paid it all. He defeated death. So that in those days they could... The world is not my Lord. And we too can say, The world is not my Lord. I am not my Lord. Jesus is my Lord. And so that verse of scripture goes on to tell us by believing this, we are justified. What does that mean? Justice has been done for me. I am justified. I am right. And it's that that brings peace to our soul. Rest for our soul. Rest when you know that the payment has been made in full. Let's do the work of believing the good news. That's what Jesus asks us to do and if that seems hard today, let's ask him to help us. He is near, he is at hand, he is right next to us, come Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, may we know that you are right beside us, you are for us. And indeed, as we say, yes, you are Lord, you are right within us. And thank you, Jesus, that you sent your Holy Spirit, that we might have your presence always with us. amen receive these words of these two songs god singing over you in christ alone my hope is found he is my light Song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are stilled, when striving cease. My comforter, my all in all, here in the love of God. The mountain I could not climb. In desperation, I turned to heaven and spoke your name into the night. Then through the darkness, your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul. The work is finished. The end is written. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Who could imagine so great a mercy? What heart could fathom such boundless grace? The God of ages stepped down from glory to wear my sin and bear my shame. The cross has spoken. I am forgiven. The King of kings me his own, beautiful saviour, I'm yours forever, Jesus Christ, my living hope. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, praise the one who set me free, hallelujah, death has lost its grip on me, you have broken every chain, there's salvation in your name. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Let us pray. Our Lord Jesus cares compassionately for each one of us. And prayers this morning are focused on compassionate caring for others. Father God, we pray for the UK's six and a half million carers to receive the support they need. We pray especially for those with physical and mental health problems themselves. Those balancing work and other family responsibilities with caring for those dependent on them. Jesus, may you be their strength. Lord, in this week of um, learning, Mencap Learning Disabilities Awareness Week, we pray for all of those with learning difficulties, those known to us and those known only to you. Lord, we pray for the right resources, for them to take their place at the center of the community. We pray for their care. We pray for their health. And we pray Amen. for their trust in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. So it is Refugee Week, and Lord, we ask that you would help governments and others to increase their aid to the world's 26 million refugees, half of them children, and so many others displaced within their own country. We pray for the families of those lost at sea uh, a day or two. Of Yemen, surround all, all of these displaced peoples with your comfort and your love and your people, for Jesus' sake, who was a refugee too. Amen. Holy Spirit, thank you for being present in our lives. help us not to succumb to compassion fatigue about global problems of poverty, injustice and damage to the environment. Please enable us to do whatever we can do to help through your wonderful mercy. And loving Lord in the aftermath of COVID-19, please help us to hold on to the spirit of kindness and concern for neighbors and our appreciation of relationships when it was not possible to meet and share together. May these habits of compassion spread and take root right across society. And we root that in our own community here in Pearlie and wherever we are. Transform the way we live, work and worship. Jesus, for your name's sake, amen. Lord of the Church, please revive our hearts, inspire all congregations and mobilise the body of Christ at large with a renewed desire to proclaim your truth and demonstrate your compassion through sharing the gospel, serving others and making passionate disciples for Christ. For you, Lord, and for your sake. Amen. We think of our neighbours, we pray for one another. We think of our own neighbours, where we live. We lift them to you. And we think of our neighbours here sitting around us. our neighbours in the Facebook community. We lift them to you, Lord. Pour out your grace, your mercy, your peace, your hope and your joy into the hearts of all who are hearing this. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray for all of those known to us who are suffering in mind, in body, or in spirit, Comfort them and bring your healing to them for your name's sake. Amen. The collect for this week lord you have taught us that all all our doings without love are nothing worth send your holy spirit and pour into our hearts that most excellent gift of love the true bonds of peace and of all virtues without which whoever lives is counted dead before you
1: grant this
0: for your only son jesus christ's sake who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As our Our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us.
1: Lead us not into
0: temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord.